was very emphatic that I needed to return immediately and talk with his mother um, that the younger brother was in trouble. And I said, well, let me, let me just walk for a little bit and I'll go back. And it was like he showed me a picture, a visual of what was happening in the room of the younger brother. And it was, to be perfectly honest, one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of stuff. When it's that scary, I don't, you don't stop and ask, who are you and what do you want? Welcome to the Better Each Day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Today's show is brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. She talks to the dead, Sonar Alexander. Welcome back. The more life I invest in each moment in time, the more the past seems to reverberate itself and haunt me with things I've said, things I've done. And it reminds me of how I was haunted as a child and a teenager by spirits from I did not know where they came from, um, but I was very sensitive to their presences and felt them as real to me, but no one else felt them or saw them. So that created great confusion within myself as a small child, like what's real and what's not real. You mentioned last year you were talking about like Tinkerbell type things that you would see. Yes, yes, those were the happy ones. <laughs> Today we can talk about the not so happy ones. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm good for that. Are you gonna scare me? I don't know. You don't look very scarable to me. I have me. all the lights on. And everything. You have all the lights on. That's a good idea. Should we light a candle? I, I, was, I was actually going to buy one. I thought, maybe, oh, yeah? yeah. Yeah. But what if it blew out? I was always kidding saying I was going to set up an extra mic in case a ghost showed up yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I'd, I'd freak out. And I, and I don't know why you don't. That, uh, the whole topic to me is all I have is the Hollywood version in mind, you know. So. Yeah. And, and all I have is experiential in nature. So, you know, they were, because I had some near-death experiences, I got very clear that I could be here, I could be other places as well. I could see this dimension and be present in a different dimension. And I could see other beings of light or darkness, whether I was in that dimension or this dimension. My consciousness, I'll call it my consciousness, that part that I believe to be me, you know, I'm not the color of my eyes or the sound of my voice or, you know, whatever age I happen to be or whatever talents or skills I happen to have. But there's, there's a piece of me. I got clear very early on. <laughs> thank you for the gift. Um, <laughs> that there is a part of me that is beyond this, outside of this, and it can come and go at will. <laughs> That is so beyond uh, anything I know about. Well, I'm sure you've seen it in movies, yeah? Yeah, all I get is the, like I say, the Hollywood rendition of it. And I think the first thing people want to do is debunk. Yes. Uh, some things are hard to prove or disprove. That's why I have you 
And, you know, with a great sense of humor. And and I think only by going through some really, really, really crappy times can you start to laugh about it. Um, I remember when I was going through my post-traumatic stress uh, healing process, because I blocked all memory of these experiences from childhood and then began to remember in 1989, which kind of checked me out of tangible reality for a few years. Mm. Uh, but every time I would re-experience a memory, and that's what post-traumatic stress disorder is, it's a haunting of a past experience, a, an experience that keeps recurring and recurring and recurring, and you keep experiencing the same event over and over and over again. So people who have been in wars, uh, people who have had horrible, horrible experiences, they somehow get stuck on a loop, in a loop in your in your beingness somewhere, and it just keeps replaying because it was such a traumatic experience. So I spent several years going through my childhood experiences that were horrible, 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 but I did them from that space of knowing that I'm not the experience, I'm I'm okay. The part that I know myself to be was okay while I was having all of these crazy, horrible experiences. And one day I said, well, because I would be very frightened when they would start to reoccur. I could feel them come up. I could feel like, "Uh uh-oh, dun-dun, here comes another one, you know. And so then I would just let it emerge and let it come through me. And I would say, well, it obviously didn't kill me because I'm still here, right, you know until I experienced being killed. <laughs> so yeah, the, it, how can you laugh about that? I was that? like, man, that sucked. This, this happened as a child. Were yes. You, you were abused as a child? I was, yeah, yeah. Then you could sit there and smile and look at me. And, like well, my, my poor parents, cool you know, I'm, you know, and, and you know what? I, I want to address some of that because both of my parents have passed. It was very difficult for them when I was going through this experience because no one wanted to acknowledge this is truth. So they just told everybody I was crazy. And then you kind of wonder, well, maybe I am. Um, But as you go through processes with psychologists and do your due diligence in history and go to therapies and talk to people, it's like, no, I'm not crazy. These things happened. You know, um, and you get to a point where you, I got to a point where I could say, you know, wow, to do this to me, you were really in a lot of pain. Like, like how, once I got over, oh, poor me, <laughs> then I could turn around and go, oh, poor you, you know, to have to do that. And, and then that made me even more sad. But I was able to come back when my father was very ill and passing and bless him and release him. And, and I was able to take care of my mother for a while, which helped me to see her even more clearly. And she has since passed. And then both of them are present in my life as ghosts and spirits. But we had to, I had to redefine them as healed and whole because I because I could do that I had to help heal them after they passed so they started out as malevolent you know not very nice spirits bugging me all the time and finally I said oh okay 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 let me help you with your energy and release your past experiences 
and then they became clean and bright spirits of light and now they help me. I wish I knew how to do that. Dude, that was a long sentence. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, sorry. when somebody treats me like that, I just want to give them a wedgie and throw them out the door. Yeah. So I don't know what else to do. Just how did, how did, smack them. How did you deal with that? You know, I absolutely not kindly or genteely at first, I would say, I was being haunted. So after my father passed, um, he would come to me and come to me, and he was a dark soul in my perception. It was dark, 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 and I was like, go away, go away, you're dead, you suck, I don't like you, go away, go away. And he kept coming back and coming back. Now I profess that if you are being haunted, you stand up as a strong and healed person, and you tell them to leave you alone, and they go away. Well, this was my father. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, just leave me alone. Come on, you know, you're gone. That's what you say if something is haunting you. Yeah. You can tell it to go away. Yeah. Yes, but you have to really take a stand. And if it doesn't go away, then you have to take a look at why it's haunting you. Do you have to energize yourself to do that? Like, does it take extra effort, extra consciousness? or? It does. Extra? It kind of takes a, a, a level of showing up in so if you are facing down so if you are facing down a barking dog if a dog looked like it's, it's going to chase you you know you don't turn away and run because the dog's going to chase you, chase you and bite you <laughs> mm -hmm. you know so you turn around you face it and you you know very strongly and very powerfully say no stop whatever and they may stop and they may not but usually that will do it you know if it doesn't then it sometimes takes some kind of intervention of someone that has the capabilities to see all the aspects that are holding this situation in place like why are you being haunted who is this is it you is it the space is it something else is it some malevolent spirit that go, ooh, lunch. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> You're so bright and happy. Let me have some of you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I know what everybody wants to hear. It's a malevolent spirit story. So I moved to Washington State because I love the water. I love the ocean. I moved from Arizona to, I believe, to help heal my childhood completely because this is where all those childhood experiences happened. And I escaped as soon as I could as a young adult and never came back unless I absolutely had to. And so I know that I came here to physically like, okay, let's just be done with all that. And I found a lovely apartment in which I was blessed with the ability to live and discovered that it was an apartment that my mother used to live in. <laughs> did that come about? I, you know, I was following spiritual guidance and I was like, okay, fine. Can I live here? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I moved here. And uh, very shortly after moving, um, the manager of the apartment said, so have you met any of our ghosts? And I said, what? 
<laughs> I thought I never said anything about the ability to. I did not put that on my application for. It usually, it's not on there. It's not on there. I always <laughs> want to know my ethnicity and my gender and my income. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, that's key too. Yeah. Ghosts never come up in that application. No. So she was like, "So have you met any of our ghosts?" And I'm like, "Well, actually, yeah." <laughs> I said, "So if you have any trouble, I'm happy to help with that. It's something I kind of do, you know, yada yada." So one day I was going for a walk, and um, I had shared that my son had taken his life. And for some odd, oh, because another lady's son had taken his life. And we were sharing stories and pictures and things, and they were lookalikes, these two boys. And just, it's it's a group that that not very many people understand and we say it's not one you want to be a member of so we were visiting and chatting about these things and i go to take a walk and this spirit is just badgering me and badgering me and badgering me and badgering me and i'm like what the what you know i'm taking a walk it's a beautiful day you know and um he communicated that he was the brother that had taken his life and, and the younger brother needed my help. And I was like, listen, just let me take a walk and then I'll come back and I will talk about it. And he would not let me be. Is this a voice you're hearing? Um, so, when, when, so when you're talking with spirits, <laughs> mm-hmm. they don't really communicate in vocal tones. They're, they're energetic, so... So it's more, it's more like someone kind of pushing you from behind or tapping your shoulder and tapping your shoulder and tapping your shoulder and tap, or a two-year-old going, mommy, 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 mommy. You don't really hear it, but it's there. And it was like, um, because this young man has the same name as my father. And so I was kind of, took me a while to decipher who this was and why they were talking to me because we learned in Ghostbusters 101 you say who are you and what do you want Mm -hmm. and uh, he was just very emphatic that I needed to return immediately and talk with his mother um, that the younger brother was in trouble and I said well let me let me just walk for a little bit and I'll go back and it was like he showed me a picture a visual of what was happening in the room of the younger brother and it was to be perfectly honest one of the scariest things I've ever seen and I've seen a lot of stuff when it's that scary I don't you don't stop and ask who are you and what do you want I immediately um, oh it was just so imagine somebody st- Stabbing you in the heart and how much that would hurt. Hmm. It would be that scary. It was that malevolent. It was that sinister. It was that bad. It was like, oh my goodness. And so I knew that the people in the household couldn't see it, but could probably feel it. So... So I immediately inserted my energy into the room and created a wall between that entity and the child and said, okay, I'm I'm turning around now (laughs) and went back and started to 
And actually, it's a it's a great story because I walked back into the office and I couldn't remember the name of the mother. <laughs> I said, "You <laughs> and your son won't let me be." And she was like, "Oh yeah, of course he's persistent." Blah blah. And uh, we immediately went in and ghost busted the house and cleared the energy. But it was it was a very dangerous, very malicious, very malevolent, very very evil presence. How do you ghost bust it? It depends on the energy. <clears throat> In this case, it was huge. It was way big. So what I have to do is make myself bigger than that. And I create a wall in between that energy and the person that it has decided to haunt. Um, and if you imagine turning on a beam of a spotlight, a really bright, 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 bright spotlight, I can do that in between the bad guy and the good guy and just break it up and just say, no, you can't do this. You can't have this child. No. Not that softly or gently. It was like, oh, no. And then you don't give up until they, until it's done. And I bring in the child and I bring in the family and say, okay, this is what we're dealing with. This is what we need to do. So that they are aware. Because if I just go in and do it, they, that could be recreated. Because they have not raised their consciousness to the point of being able to discern that kind of energy. And so then we started training the young man in what energies are going on in his room and what energies are going on around the house. And, and we've done a lot of work for about a year together in, um, in working with the energies. And, and they're doing really, really great. Really, really great. That's good. It's having a happy ending. But nevertheless, that's pretty creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't be afraid. You can't be afraid. Um... You can't be afraid. I mean, you can, but it won't do anybody any good. Yeah, well, that yeah. would be my tendency. I suppose, it, like anything, I guess you would get better and better at it. Yeah. As you do something yeah. like that. But. Well, and, and the fear, um, the fear is, uh, you can't see it. You can't really hear it. It's not in this dimension. It's other. It's otherworldly. So, so you feel it like the hairs on, on the back of your neck. You feel it in your solar plexus you feel shivers up your spine you feel you feel that that malicious energy and we do feel other people's energies when they're in a bad mood whether they're cranky we were talking about people who stress us out people who we can't fix them yeah. we can't fix humans but we still absorb their emotions and their attitudes when we're around them for a long period of time. So the my answer to that is buff yourself up as much as you can energetically. And that can be in a lot of different ways. That can be expanding your joy, expanding your intelligence, doing what you love to do, you know, be a warrior, dun, 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 you know, whatever, whatever. In my case, I have a tendency in large communities to be happy to be overly happy and joyful. And when I'm happy and joyful, things can't, things don't touch me, things don't get to me. If it's a bad spirit, I will rear up my shield of light and take you down. <laughs> You're the gracious type. That does make sense. Because I, I think most people can get a vibe from somebody. But yeah, we do feel those things. And, and it's interesting to see how we respond 
you know, uh, whether we try to help them, try to make them feel better, you know, try to listen to them. And, you know, as we've discussed, you know, everybody's got their own, everybody's got their own stuff. And I've really noticed uh, two, one of two things. One thing is that people get used to their own darkness and they like it. People get used to their negativity and it's comforting. I remember the dark energies around when I was very, very small and they were very warm and kind and comforting to me when everybody else was trying to kill me, was being mean, <laughs> you know, no place was safe or kind and here were these dark energies that, that attached themselves to me and said they were my friends and when I had to really let them go, that was very hard for me. They were very warm and, and seemed like a protection for me when they really weren't. Where is the other side? The other side! <laughs> Sounds like a Doors song. <laughs> you know, that's a really good question. I'm going to say it depends on your consciousness and your belief structure. And your DNA. I think it depends a lot on what you're trained, where you come from, your heritage, what you choose to believe, how you choose to see this reality or that reality, who you believe has the right truth for you, because there's a lot of philosophies. There's a lot of, you know, heaven is this, well, heaven is that, hell's this, hell's that, you know, it's fifth dimension, it's the fourth dimension, it's the twelfth dimension, it's the seventh dimension. Like, where in the world is all of this, you know? And the truth is, it's all here. And you get to choose where you want to be. And so we're always kind of like moving through energies. All these dimensions are in the absence of stuff. So like out in outer space, there's a lot of space. In inner space, in the subatomic structures, there's a lot of space. And that's where all these things are. I'm giving you googly eyes. I know. <laughs> My hair's standing up. You're freaking me out. Stop it, man. God. Are you getting scared? <laughs> You're making me think. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Poltergeist. That always brings to mind a movie. It does. The truth, my experience with poltergeist is that it's beer foam. <laughs> beer foam. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you say uh, put extra head on that beer, <laughs> which could mean a whole lot of different it things. It could mean a whole lot of different things. That's yeah, true. But brings to mind poltergeist. All right. Splain. Splain. <laughs> so my experience with poltergeist is um, RR is was my my conclusion based on my experiences in ghost busting is that they are soul soulless a poltergeist is not a person or a soul trying to do anything it is the result of negative energy it's the result of bad things happening and it's a it's an energetic backflash backwash of uh, can I say crap? It's a bit energetic backwash and it starts to ferment and it starts to create a life of its own and it starts to like throw things around and it starts to have some kind of tangible abilities to manipulate 
tangible reality, but but it's not really a person, it's not really a thing, and whenever I've come across it, I've been able to just basically wash it out. But it's usually attached to somebody in the home who's overly stressed, overly anxious, overly frenetic, you know, frantic about things, and, you know, kind of always in a cyclone of emotional disarray, and that just creates a cyclone of emotional disarray all around them. And hence, a beer head. Wow. Ta-da! Okay. Who knew? You put it into terms. Yeah, I understand beer really well. <laughs> We're getting somewhere here. We're getting somewhere. All right, you're thinking, and we got beer. Yeah. All right. And yes, the, sir. The list goes on. Demons, ghosts. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Which one would you want? Well, demons. Demons. Okay. So, religious stories, different constructs of belief structures regarding God and light and good and evil and bad and all that good stuff and how things are um, divided into angels and demons yeah yeah it sounds mad made to me it sounds it does, fabricated but it does doesn't it yeah but when man decides that that's a truth then guess what it is it is yeah and when he decides that's a truth forever and ever and ever it just gets bigger and stronger so um depends on what you want to believe yes there are demons because people believe in demons people have created demons um, and they're pretty scary <laughs> if I would were to run into a demon I would probably find a demonologist because I have not researched that so I would not want to go into that house hold without uh, being armed appropriately well if you're scared of it I'm sure as hell not going in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would leave and find somebody who is a professional in this in this understanding. Yeah. Well, it's a big it's a big genre. It is, and it's very ancient and it has deep deep roots and so you know, it's a, it's a truth. So are ghosts safer than demons? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's play with the ghosts. Let's go with some ghosts. <laughs> let's go with some ghosts. Yeah. So, you know, and we know that, that your listeners can Google all of this and find out whatever information they want. Um, ghosts are, ghosts are fun. You know, ghosts are people who are no longer in physical form. And... You know, who knows what they're doing, coming and going, this dimension, that dimension, in and out and around. They might just think you're kind of cute, want to hang out. You know, they might <laughs> they might like the music that to play. That would be Casper, the friendly the Casper, ghost. The Casper, the friendly ghost. Would think I'm cute. With the, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there are other ghosts that would think you are pretty adorable. I there you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, there are spirits who are lost, mm. you know, who are like, hey... <laughs> Where'd my family go? I have been in houses that were abandoned and someone was left behind. And they're like, um, where'd they go? <laughs> they can't find their way. Um, there are spirits who want to hang around and help. There are spirits who come from other places to help. Um, there are, I've had experiences where there are groups of spirits that are practicing 
breaking into this reality just like we are practicing opening up to that reality. That's really kind of interesting. You see TV shows where they yes. claim to have the technology to photograph these things. Yes. And it's such a brief glimpse. Yes. Or to make a half-hour TV thing, they, <laughs> there's several commercials you have to sit through before you see that brief glimpse of something that mm, doesn't have a whole lot of definition right. to it. Is there anything, any truth behind those guys, or are they just selling you a bill of goods, or what's... Well, I think like everything or anything, there's good, bad. And, and this is such, oh, this is such a nebulous experience. And it's so personal to each person. And you notice in those shows, there's always someone who's always afraid, you know, and they get they get all whacked out, you know, mm-hmm. and freaked out. And they're like, that wasn't it at all. And that's why they have to debunk things because sometimes they're just afraid. Um, there are some who are very, you know, intellectual and well, I won't believe it until I see it. And so then they need some kind of mechanical something. But still you'll see, they'll show it and you'll be like, I don't see anything there. <laughs> but he did, you know. So again, it's all a personal experience and it's true if you want it to be true. And it's not true if you don't want it to be true. And you'll see that over and over again. The um, the thing that worries me, that, that I get fearful, is that a lot of people will explore the paranormal without, without good tools to deal with the paranormal. with a lifetime guarantee. And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better.